Hello, listeners. You are listening to Solar FM with me, Sakina, and Kashan. <laughs> very long pause there. That was a very long pause, but we made it in the end. It is hot as hell mm-hmm. in Cairo these days. Just go ahead and guess, Kashan, the temperature. 41 degrees. How did you know that? Because I Google it every morning to know what you're Are you kidding? No, I'm serious. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Of course not, dude. I don't even Google the Edinburgh temperature before I go out anymore. Yeah, that's why I was like, no way. This is not possible. So how did you know? You just just lucky guess? Anyhow, so it is. It's like it's 41 degrees tomorrow. Sorry, today. And I believe tomorrow it's going to be the same. So I'm buckling myself in for a really long ride. So what have you been up to, Kishan? What's um, new? Yeah, man. I was just going to say, I went to the pub for the second time. Actually, not really. <gasps> I went to the pub the last pub. yesterday. It was, it was really, it was good fun. Wait, but wait, wait a second. Was, so yeah. pubs are open, but dine-in restaurants are <laughs> No, not. so only beer gardens. So like Pear Tree. Or like, you have to sit outside the pub. So lots of pubs are just putting chairs outside and stuff. Oh, that's so fun. That's so nice. Yeah, you, the concept is fun, but you forget we're in Scotland. So it was horrible weather yesterday. Grim. It was abs. No, honestly, I can't even like, it was raining. <laughs> it was so cold. Like genuinely, people were going to the bathroom because that's the only way you can go inside just to get warm because are they didn't you, even need to see. It was ridiculous, yeah. Wait, but this is like May. Like, shouldn't it be yeah. like already like spring? <laughs> I mean, it was. It's It changes, man. It was really, it's nice today. It was just really bad yesterday. I, I love the perseverance that you and your friends were like, we have to stay at the pub. Like, you're not like, oh, let's just go home <laughs> and like, forget this. I mean, yeah, it, it was a booking. It's hard to get booking at pubs nowadays, so. Oh my god, you have to book a table at a pub? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And you only get a two-hour time slot. No flipping. Are you kidding me? Jesus. The other night, me and my friend were trying to go to get a drink. And we, kid you not, I kid you not, we were walking around Edinburgh for about an hour trying to find a pub that would let us in without a booking. I really think it would be so strange for me to go back now to Edinburgh and see all of this taking place. I feel like it would be just terrible. That is interesting though. Me and you have really different ideas of Edinburgh, even though it's still like the same basis, I guess. Oh my God. Yeah, of course. Like the way I mean, you see Edinburgh or like think about Edinburgh, your mind is probably completely different than the way I do, which is crazy. Yeah, no, no, for sure. But that's the thing. Like, I mean, the city stays the same, but it's about the experiences that you have, mm. right? Or the time that, that you're there. I remember so clearly, I I went back to Edinburgh, um, I guess two years after I left. It was really, really strange. Like I remember like getting off off of something uh, at Haymarket and then walking up Lothian Road. Is that Lothian Road? Lothian Road, man. (laughs) As I was walking up this road and I was just looking around and I was like, oh my God, like everything is so familiar, but so different at the same time. And it was a really like bizarre experience, but but the most bizarre experience was going back to the cafe that I used to work at uh, in Grassmarket. Like you remembered all of the colleagues that I had, and I remember like walking in and expecting to see all of these people and saying like, "Hey, like it's Sakina, like uh, you know, is so and so here or so and so here?" And the people who were working there just looked at me like, "Who who are you and who are you asking about?" <laughs> 
And it was such this kind of like, as I had like an existential crisis when I went in there because I was like, wow, man, the world, it just moves on. Like you leave a situation and everything just keeps spinning. It was, it was pretty hectic. I mean, it's like once you're, when you live in a place, you, you just create such memories and such bonds, but they're also so temporarily linked, right? Like Mm. they are linked Mm. to the people you knew when you were there, the experiences that you had with those individuals. So once the people that you know leave and you're returning to a space or even the people are still there, their lives have moved on in such a way without you that when you come back, it's odd to find your place again. But if you were to come back to Edinburgh, like let's say tomorrow, what is the first place you'd go to? What a wonderful question. And it almost embarrasses me to say mosque kitchen, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that would be your answer. I knew it. (laughs) So predictable. Me and my friend Will used to go there. I swear to God, like once a week or something, like probably about once a week (laughs) for lunch. And you can get like a huge plate of food for Mm -hmm. what, like four or five pounds. Whenever I miss home, I go there. Oh, Sakina, Sakina makes me go there all the time and send her pictures like <laughs> I remember so clearly it was I had an exam and I swear to god I thought I failed that exam like I walked out of that exam and I was like I failed <laughs> I literally cried I walked out just crying like that's it like I'm game over I I was like I have to go to Moss Kitchen like right now so I went <laughs> and just crying in the street and I walked into Moss Kitchen and uh, the guy, this lovely, he's an Algerian guy, super sweet, really, really friendly. And he's like, oh, like, what's wrong? Like, you know, like, you look upset. And I was like, I think I just failed an exam. <laughs> and he gave me, like, two samosas for free. And I was like, you're the man. Yeah, man, I just love that place. I think I think the first place I would go is Moss Kitchen. And then I would go to my favorite pub, Ventu. I lived opposite. That was such a nice pub. And then I would have a beer and Moretti. Mm-hmm. By the way, you know, um, Ventu, you know, at the back of the pub, they have that little like fish mm-hmm. tank and a booth there, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That's me and my friends. That was our go-to spot last year. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice pub. Mm-hmm. I actually miss pubs. Like, oh, I miss the idea yes, of going and just yes. sitting at the pub. Yes, man. Literally, when they opened, it'd been the first time I'd gone to a pub in a year or something. And it was so amazing, honestly. I, I, I remember... <laughs> We got there. It wasn't great weather again the first time. It was Monday. Literally, within 10 minutes of being there, it was someone's birthday. Their table started saying happy birthday. And then literally the entire beer garden just exploded into everyone singing happy birthday. It was such a beautiful moment. Oh, that's so nice. Everyone's yeah, just, just like, everyone. thank God yeah, we're at the pubs pub. finally opened. <laughs> it was, that's it was so funny. nice. Oh, I like that. But my first stop would definitely be Nile Valley. You love that place. I love that place. Best falafels in Edinburgh. It's so good. Honestly, their wraps are so amazing. The people that work there are so lovely. I always have the nicest chats with them. And I really like the little downstairs part where you can just go and it's normally empty. And it's just a nice little escape for me. So so for the listeners, Nile Valley is a Sudanese uh, like wrap shop. Also, just like, honestly, it's like two seconds away from Moss Kitchen, to be honest. It is, yeah. And... And they do these wonderful falafel wraps. I'm such a regular. I walk up to the counter. I don't even need to say anything. They already know. Oh, that's nice. I love it. It's so great. Anyhow, yeah, I feel like uh, we should get into it a little bit. I want to hear what you've got planned. Okay, I'll happily go first. So I am playing something that 
I've actually really been listening to a lot in this past week. So the guy's name is Rob, just literally Rob, R-O-B. And the song I'm choosing to play is called Bargain. It's a really nice song, actually. And I'm quite excited about this because for sure, Kashan, you've never listened to this before. And I think you're actually really going to like it. Great. So, so I'll tell you a bit about Rob. So he's from Ghana. He was born in 1949. And he actually learned how to play music in Benin. And oh my God, one day I should play one of my favorite artists, actually. He's called Lionel Lueke and he's from Benin. And actually, I don't know why I've never thought to play him before, but maybe for next time. But anyhow, so this dude, uh, Rob, he went to learn piano in Benin. And after that, he came back to, actually, he started playing a little bit over there in Benin. Then he came back to, to Ghana and he found a band. So he, he was looking around for a band and he really wanted people who were specialized in different horns. So, so he went around and found this army band and, and got them to play, play with him. So that was his band for, for a couple of his albums. His style is really interesting. It's really fun, actually, if you ask me. So let's get into the song and we'll talk about it a bit more afterwards. This is uh, Rob with Bargain. We got to make it, brother. Here, there. God, short time long. It's your life, you got the bagging To bag it here on earth And bag it there in heaven Thank you. 
serious I love, yeah oh, what is vibes bro it's it's hard to quantify it. you can just it's just a feeling man i use it so much i'm i'm a vibes based person that is ridiculous anyhow back to the song so so yeah you liked it cool glad to hear that yeah but i like this song because i mean the instrumentals are really cool i like mm-hmm. that little break at the end where you feel yeah, like the song's yeah. over but then it and the first time i listened to that song i was like what's he saying is he is he like saying that you should get like back in your life and then i realized it was barking and i was like this is so cool like i like the in a way i like the meaning or the message behind it where it's like man this is your life like you need to take control over it you know what i mean yeah man i do know what you mean i feel like it's quite a like powerful in this kind of way it's it's a little bit like there's definitely there's definitely a deeper meaning behind it and it is nice but it's also the simplicity of the one word bargain that i really like no exactly i know exactly what you mean he's just saying like bargain a whole bunch of times bargain your life so so this guy rob he's from ghana right and Mm -hmm. i'm actually reading a book right now that is partly set in ghana so the book is called homegoing have you heard of it no but that sounds really good. I'm going to add it to my list. 
Yes, absolutely. You have to read this book. I borrowed it ages ago from my friend Nadine and shout out to Nadine. I don't know if Nadine's ever listened to this podcast, but I'm going to tell her to listen to this one. <laughs> so I borrowed it from my friend Nadine ages ago, uh, but I never read it. And then for my birthday recently, she gave it to me. Like she gave me a fresh copy as a gift. I was like, wow, this is perfect timing because I'm about to go to the beach and I'm going to be doing some reading. And yeah, I mean, I just like plowed through like half of it in like a couple of days. Like um, the other day, I think it was Friday, actually. It was just a beautiful day outside. So I just went to the Brunswick Links and just sit up there in a t-shirt and uh, yeah, just read for about two hours. Oh, that's so nice. Mm-hmm. What, what were you reading? Still the same book, The Underground Railroad. What's that? I've talked about it before in this book. Okay, cool. Yeah, really interesting book. So the this book, it's so cool because it starts off, basically it's, it's about like generations of a family. So each chapter is about a character from each generation. So it starts off in Ghana in like, oh God, I'm, I, got, I can't remember exactly when, but I want to say like, could it be perhaps the, the 1700s? I think so. It's either the 1700s wow. or the 1800s about a woman who who mothers two daughters. And it's basically the lineage of these two daughters. And so basically half, like half of the family, one of the daughters stays in Ghana and one of the daughters is taken to the US uh, as a slave. And it's ha- what happens to these, to these people. And it is such a good book. You would love it, Kishan. You would really like it. And I mean, it's, it's like equal parts, eye-opening and heartbreaking. Mm. It's really, it's a terribly sad book, but it's just so well-written insightful it's just really really good i'm enjoying it so much thank you so much nadine for for getting this book for me and i i hope to finish it soon i think this has just jumped to the top of my list for what i'm reading next good yeah i'd recommend it get on the kindle and then we can all read it no man i already told you man i need i need the hardcover and i like just collecting really interesting books as well just having them around that's also true and you know what to be honest i must say like reading this book now I am kind of like, wait, I don't know if I actually like the Kindle so much. There you go, I mean, man. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, like for the ease and like the lightness and this and that, obviously a Kindle is paramount to everything else. But to me, I Kindle know what you mean, is... the feeling of oh, the accessibility. The, <laughs> oh, it's so easy. I don't need easy. I want the real what? thing, man. But I must say, like yesterday, so I was in a town called Fayum yesterday. It's about like two hours away from Cairo. And uh, my friend and I, we were staying at this place that had a pool and everything. And I was just sitting in the pool, just sitting there reading this book. And I was like, man, life can be good. You know, like that is beautiful. That yeah, is- it was. It was beautiful. It was. I, I, I kept getting stung by random bugs. And I was like, OK, like, this is. <laughs> Brings me back to the reality. It's not as good as it can be. <laughs> Being alive. <laughs> that is a beautiful metaphor, though. So, yeah, man, that was my song. That was a, a bit of talk about Ghana, a bit of talk about some music and some books. And just life in general. It was really nice little snippet we just had there. As I'm looking out at the sunset, it's quite, quite beautiful. I miss that so much. The late sunsets. Mm-hmm. Just real quick before we get into my song, I thought I'd just mention that I was reading your, I don't know, like open letter, short story kind of thing about your history, my history it's called, where you just talk about where you're from and just, yeah, it was really good, man. Oh, really? It it was called My History Myself, I believe. Mm -hmm. It was beautifully written, man. 
Thank you. I can't remember when I wrote that, actually. I feel like it was a few years ago. Yeah, it was. But do you have it in front of you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you want to read it? It's long, dude. I'm not gonna oh really it. i think i think it's something where like i don't know for me it was kind of like a journey of you finding yourself and it was really beautiful i'm gonna play soke by burna boy of 
Nigerian society. It's also just a song that you can really vibe to. Yeah, totally. Like that's that's quite a cool. It's an interesting duality because, like, on the one hand, like without knowing what you just described, it's really like quite like an upbeat, fun mm-hmm. song that I could imagine being played in like VIP room, for example. Oh wow, it plays so much in parties. Uh, but that's a cool. That's a cool meaning, and it kind of reminds me of. Do you remember you played Kishan before Ebo Taylor's Love and Death? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a bit similar in that sense. Cool. Yo, so what did you think? I liked it. I liked it. It reminded me of Davido. Do you remember? Davido, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like this kind of. I don't know what to call this genre. Like, I don't. know. It's kind of like Afrobeat, but no. But that's the thing. Afrobeat. I feel like it's so broad. It's just like it's, it's like, like international music. music. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like go. what? What the flip is that? It's <laughs> just like Afrobeat is just like African music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, so Anything. I don't know what to call this genre but i mean like this kind like this man david O, like this like new poppy stuff Mm. uh which usually i don't like but it has such a nice kind of like feeling to it that that i do actually quite like it somehow but yeah so i really like it especially you know and i'm gonna go on and talk about trumpets now again i just really like the piano backing and the trumpets coming in oh man it's such vibes such vibes So do you remember how you first heard of this? No, I don't actually. I don't know. I think I was probably just at a party or something and shazammed it. But Burnable nice. is quite big. Like he is, he's quite famous now. He's got some really good music with Georgia Smith as well. I actually love the, the no shame of just shazamming anywhere oh, and man. everywhere. Who cares? I, I take it as a compliment when I see someone on shazam when I'm playing music. Actually, you know, I, I do. Love That's it, so man. true. I love it. That's I uh, I was so embarrassed to Shazam. I was like, oh, I can't let people know that I don't know this song. I, I know a, what like, you mean. Teenage thing. I know what you mean. But my friend Hannah, shout out to, to Hannah, one of my oldest friends. I remember being in a club with Hannah once and she just pulled out her phone and like started Shazamming. And I was like, dude, what a boss move. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> really cool. And ever since then, I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Shazam, Shazam, Shazam. Oh, for real, man. Like. I, I see it as like giving someone a compliment. It's like, make them smile, man. Let them know they're yeah. And the taxi drivers here, they play really, really nice stuff. Oftentimes they're playing this beautiful old Egyptian music, just like from the radio or whatever. Yeah, I love to just shazam it. I, I remember I was in a taxi once and this uh, and the driver he was playing, he's, he's really famous here. He's called Abdul Halim Hafiz. Uh, he's mm. like an old singer. He was playing a song from, from this man. And I didn't know the song, but I recognized the voice. And so I said to him, I was like, oh, is this Abdul Halim Hafiz? And he, he was like, yes. And then he started like, he just cranked it up like super loud and started singing along with it and i was like oh, <laughs> i love this that man so, yeah <laughs> it was so nice he's like oh this girl she must be a fan let me crank it up <laughs> yeah that was really yeah cool. oh man it's beautiful man music it's a beautiful thing uh, it just brings people together and says something it really does it really does and you know it it surprises me it constantly shocks me that there's people in this world who just don't care that much about what they're listening to yeah i don't you know what i mean that they either don't care about what they're listening to or like how often they're listening to music like i always (laughs) remember Trent. i don't know if you remember this but papa always used to comment on how especially you like you always need to listen to music he was like oh man this boy he goes 
to, you know, use the toilet and he takes his speakers with him. Oh, always, literally. Like, I had a friend I remember in first year. She was telling me how she literally never listens to music. Like, she literally did not own a pair of earphones. And earphones are like my most prized possessions. Clearly, clear to see why we're not friends anymore. It's just... I mean, that's like absurd. How can you walk somewhere without listening to music? Like, what do you do? I, I, there was only one dude who, who I knew that was like that. I think he was, I think it was like from high school, middle school or high school. I can't remember. Uh, but, but I remember asking him like, oh, like, so what kind of music do you like? And he's like, oh, I, I don't really listen to music. And I was like, get out of here. Get <laughs> yeah, out of this genuinely, like, genuinely. Like, I'm so obsessed with music. Like, I have to have something playing all the time. Like, literally for the most menial tasks. Like, if I'm just sitting in bed and I'm going to go make a glass of lemonade, I have to choose the song to do that. Like, it's ridiculous, man. That is jokes. That's very, very funny. But at the same time, I know what you mean. Like, it just puts you into a mood. Like, it's, mm. it's a very transformative thing. I, so oftentimes when I work, like, as in, like, my job, like, working, I often do listen to music. But sometimes I find myself just totally in silence, like... I, I sometimes like I, I'm so into the work I don't even notice and suddenly I catch myself and I'm like wait a second it's literally silent and then I go get my speakers and I like play some whatever and I remember like a very specific moment that this happened to me I was listening to a guy called Byron the Aquarius who is actually su- super sick and maybe I'll play him one day on the show uh, and I just yeah just like played uh, an album from him and I was just like I could just feel my mood lift significantly yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's what uh, created this show, mm-hmm. the mutual love for music. And on that note, I believe we can close off the episode. I feel like this has been like almost an hour, mm-hmm. which means that's going to be a lot of uh, editing time for me. <laughs> don't, don't cut out my part about the Kindle, man. That needs to stay in. <laughs> I will keep that in. People need to hear that. Sure. Anyways, I'll leave you to it. <laughs>